Tavarius Nitz King, Merrimack College. Tal Royal Smoochie Wallace, University of Miami. Desquarius Green Jr., University of Notre Dame. Ibrahim Moises, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Jack Marius Tactheratrix, Michigan State University. The Isaiah T. Billings Clyde, Coastal Carolina University. The Jasper Probenkruck III, South Carolina State University. Leos Maxwell Gilliams, East Carolina University. Javaris Jamar Javaris and Lamar, University of Middle Tennessee. Devoyne Shower Handle, University of Southern Mississippi. Hingle McCringleberry, Penn State University. Le Carpetron Duke Marriott, Florida Atlantic University. The Dinklage Morgoon, University of South Florida. Xmas Jackson Flaxen Waxen, California University of Pennsylvania. Yo. Episode 62. Me and E Show, we back in here. Week two to NFL. Full squad is in the building. We got lots to talk about. Rivalry week. Bears, Packers, prime time. Also got to get into our picks this week. So, as always, come hang out with your boys. Sit back, relax, and strap it down. East Staples, Chef Russell, Desmond Jones, as we get into week two. Episode 62 of the Meanie Show. Yeah. Back in. Switching up the vibe a little bit with the intro. How we doing, fellas? What up, man? We're good. Love the, love the intro from shout out to Key and Peel. Always keeping us entertained. You know what I'm saying? But uh fellas, hey, we we got football's here. Like we're already two weeks, you know, coming up on this thing. That quickly. Yeah, man. Like that's Very the one thing that's the one thing about football season. Like it feels like it takes forever to get here, and then it's like we blink and it's done. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we gotta just, you know, saying go ahead and enjoy this right here. You know? I mean yeah. It's gonna last week was the beginning of the craziness. So I kind of take solace in the fact that everything is gonna be it's gonna be such a crazy, unpredictable season, but I don't know, something just feels different. So I'm just here to enjoy all of it, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, shoot, this whole past weekend, NFL and college, bro. Yes. Yeah, like it's you know, it's that first few weeks it's it's a it's a lot of you know and it, the dust hasn't settled, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like we don't know. We have, we have an idea of what things could be, right? But we really don't. You know, until the games are played. That's why you know, on any given Sunday, you're gonna win or lose. But can you win and lose like a man? To borrow, you know, Coach D'Amato. Yeah. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go try out as a kicker in the NFL. <laughs> man, tons of kicks were missed. What was going on? I feel I don't like know. they've gotten increasingly worse throughout yes. the years, right? I don't Could it know. be the pressure? Could it be 
you know? I think, too, just part of it, because once they moved back the extra point, yeah, right? Like, you, that's when you start to see them, okay, yeah, like, yeah, like, it's it's a little bit more, this, they're making it more challenging, because the extra point was just practically, is a gimme point at that point. Right, it was, it was just a gimme. But now it's, it's you know, you got to really, you know, you got to know what you're doing. You got to be able to hit that. And it's like right at that, per, at the cusp where it's from easy to difficult. Like, it's not like, you know, it's not. Yeah, 33 yard is no, like, it's no slouch. Right. Don't be wrong. So. It should, it's in, in a lot of cases, it seems like a chip shot. But mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, those just aren't guaranteed anymore. They seem yeah, so much less guaranteed now than they ever have. Actually, you get kind of nervous when your guys go up there, especially if it's a game to find a moment. Mm. Like you get nervous when you score a touchdown and this extra point is to score, you know, to to potentially tie a game at the end of the game, and you get that thirty three and, and shit, you're at the edge of your seat because you just don't know. Yep, you know what I'm saying. I am at least anyway. No, uh, I with you. I'm a hundred percent with you because. Everything you said is absolutely correct because it, there's no there's no such thing as gimme. Period. Right. This is not. So we you know you just you just gotta you gotta you gotta wait for it to 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 happen. So and see what happens and see what goes down. But that's not why you tuned in. You tuned in to get expert analysts uh, analysis of week one, uh, fellas. What's the biggest thing that stands out to you from week? One, like we 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 have all the you know, we haven't gone over our picks yet. Um, looks like E started off strong. Stormy came in with the second, and me and Des tied for third. But what's the biggest thing that surprised you NFL wise from week one? What game surprised you the most? I'll start with. Let me start with our resident football expert, the guy who knows the secondary like no other. Our guy E Staples, check him out on Twitter, E Negus fifteen. E, what's the thing that surprised you the most? <clears throat> um, I did not expect the Cowboys to shit the bed like they did. Um, oh my God! To be the wow. only team to only be to be the only team to not score a touchdown in the league. You know what I'm saying? This weekend, uh, primetime matchup. You know, you got everything uh, in front of you. You're at home, and you're not able to. You're not able to score. Uh, any any touchdowns so surprisingly they kept it, it it didn't get completely away from them right um but at, at the end of the day like you got to be able to score points and and i don't understand how they just weren't able to do that so um the cowboys shouldn't have been for me at least not from at least from not scoring at all uh that that kind of that kind of threw me off so you would think that knowing the history of Dak, what the what the Cowboys look like without Dak, they would have a better plan in place as their backup quarterback. Now, granted, you know there's some moving pieces for them. You know they were out with Michael Gallup, who's their deep ball threat. Offensive line is a work. They lost an offensive lineman during the game, but still, having said all of that, you would think that they would have a better plan in place, and they did. Yeah. And and and. You know, and for so much for the vaunted defense because the defense. Listen, yes, they got Michael Parkins, Parsons, excuse me, Mike. They got Michael Parsons. They got Diggs in the backfield who, 
you know, he, he, he's not a, he, he's, he, he takes, is taking him to task. He was the first person to notice the um, smoke and mirrors, to put it mildly, with, with Diggs last year. Yeah. <clears throat> Opportunistic is not, does not mean great. Yes. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? He was in the right place at the right time. A lot of times there was some very bad throws thrown his way. Um, but when you look at some of those games and, and some of those uh, um, the the ones that maybe the defense got there or the quarterback missed it, like he's been cooked a few times, more times than not, giving has- up the most yards out of any DB or any corner last year, yet he led the league. So when I hear people say, well, can he repeat that year again? No, because he's no, gonna, no. like we're going to see a lot more. We're going to see him get a little bit more exposed this year. So. And he got exposed in this game, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, <clears throat> listen Chris Godwin coming off an ACL injury. Bro, if he didn't get hurt, he was he would have cooked him the whole game. The whole game. Yeah. He was getting what he was getting what he wanted. So he was just, you know what I'm saying, every time. So again, and he and because he's so opportunistic, because he gets so jumpy sometimes, that's where he gets beat is on them double moves. You know, mm. you're trying mm. to jump a jump a curl route and stuff like that. Next, thing you know, the guy's right behind you. You know, you're either not going to get it thrown over to you or it's a bad throw, underthrown, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like when you're opportunistic, you make a lot of mistakes. And I feel like he's you know what I'm saying? He's going to we're going to see a lot more of that than we did last year. Yeah. OK, so we got so we got the, the Cowboys thing for for E. Let me jump over to uh, the next youngest in the bunch. Let me jump over to Desmond. Follow him at Dr. J101. Des, what was your pick for the most, the thing that just, you, you were like, wow, that, that actually happened. What, what's your pick? Um, For me, I'm going to just take the overall, the overall approach. It's just so many close games. Like, it, everything, there wasn't like no blowouts or anything. Everything was generally close and pretty much well entertained for week one football. So I think um, that's my overall surprising take other than the, you know, of course, my favorite, the Bears winning. But, uh, you know, there, it, it, all the games were close. So um, that's <laughs> that, that's the one thing I appreciate the most about week one football right now. Are you is it now when you talk about the close games, do you do, do you think it was <clears throat> uh, do, do you think they're the. You saw the rust at all, or do you think it was pretty efficient for mo- for the most part? Kind of what you would overall I, I play was. Ex- Go ahead. I, I was gonna say I think it was pretty efficient. It's not like you see you seen a quarterback that was out here throwing interceptions. I mean, you seeing bad coaching, you know, by you know, if we point out to like the Denver situation, you let you know thirty seconds burn off the clock when you still got three timeouts left. But we're not going to talk about that. But you know, we we yeah. we going to talk about it. We we don't talk about that because that that dude's cooked already. Yeah, week one. So, but yeah, like I said, it, it, it's out the cabinet. <laughs> right. But but it wasn't it wasn't had a nice like hardly somewhere. Mm. It it wasn't hardly any like bad quarterback play, which normally dictates a game. You know, um, only what one quarterback really got hurt. That was Dak Tarrant breaking his thumb. Yeah, and it was. Uh, listen, I I root for Dak. I'm not a Cowboy fan, but I root for Dak. I want to see Dak, Dak yeah. succeed, right? Yeah. 
I will say this. <clears throat> I think some quarterbacks would have tried to play through that because it wasn't like he hit it on a helmet. It was on like a, it was someone, it was coming through someone like it, it, bare, it looked like it, it got like more popped, you know, like, you know, like if you get a, like it went in those, his palm, didn't it? Yeah. Like to me, it looked like that. So I, I hear you that, but isn't it torn? No, they, I don't think they said what, what exactly wrong. They just said it just needed surgery. Yeah. And what's weird about the whole situation, Des, is the fact that Jerry Jones broke the news. Not the coach. Jerry was like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, he's going, well, we're going to miss him. I remember looking, shout out to <clears throat> Jane Slater uh, at the NFL Network. If you actually, she showed up, put it on uh, her Instagram she actually is shocked. She does the wait a minute, what the hell you just say? Look, like there's a there's a beautiful shot of her, like totally like wait a minute, you you ain't gonna just well let me let, let, let me get Kevin to say say it better than I can. Wait a minute, wait wait a minute. Hold wait. First of all, you're not gonna speed past that like you didn't just say what you just said. That's exactly how her look, the facial expression she made looked. So it just, it's just, I feel, I feel the league is better when the Cowboys are somewhat relevant and just for them to, for this blow to hit already, it's just, it's just kind of disappointing. Mm, is it, is it though? Because, <laughs> I mean, serious, because look, the, the league is making a lot of money because of social media of the Cowboys sucking. Oh yeah. The, so when yeah. they fail, it's kind of like people, People got to watch. Like, if it's a big-time playoff game, have the people watching to see if these niggas fail so they can post a meme. No, I feel you with you know that. But, but then, so for like, them to slide into to now without Zach, I mean, Dak for six weeks, at least yeah. six to five to eight weeks, top side, right? Right. Dak could be the division. Like, they're, they could be they, they might not even bring him back because they, they could be very well looking at a top pick. And they're not going to be out. The, they're going to be out the playoff chase. Now you're also looking at a change, possibly a changing of the guard because Zeke, as good as he he always has like that one good opening series, and then it's like he doesn't look the same the rest of the game. And this could be the end for Zeke. They're going to have some some options for him. No, some to get up out of that money after the end of this year. Or about could what be, they ever since what um, they gave him that money. What's he been doing? But it goes back to remember we talked about this last well on the podcast that was you know lost to the Netherlands but <laughs> last week but I, I we were past that yeah. we are past it like I'm not throwing shade like that's not I'm just, not, just I know I understand yeah. it still hurts I'm sorry Chef that's not that's that's my bad look 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 here I'll make you feel better look here look I'm gonna let me do this for, for myself for for hurting my my homie. Let me do that for me, okay? Because I am yeah. my brother's keeper, all right? Okay. <laughs> but as far as <clears throat> we talked about it last week, E, with those with those running backs that get a certain amount of carries, the drop off is significant. Once you get to like that that was like uh, I think it was four hundred, five hundred carries, something around there. Yeah. When it, it's it's a it's a steep it's a steep drop off. And you just see the their offense looks so much better with Tony Pollard as the feature back. It just does. It just does. And it's and it and you hate to and you hate to say it because you know what I'm saying Zeke was a very good player, but 
you know, Tony Pollard, he just gives a lot more versatility to the offense, I believe. I mean, and, and you know, with, with just him being able to catch out the backfield and everything like that, uh, he looks a little bit faster. His cuts mm-hmm. are a little bit crisper. So, I mean, but you know, it, I say, give you, the kid an opportunity. But do you think he, like, as a, as a premier back for Tony Pollard, like, does that sound correct? I don't know, but you, I, you, you got, I got, you got to ride the, the, the hot pony basically, but you can't, like, I don't like, I don't think there's too many prime running backs left, which is, but, but that goes back to the whole thing. Like you were talking about riding the hot pony. That's t- Tony Pollard. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to ride him, but at season's end, are you going to look at him and go, okay, that's going to be our feature back moving forward. We don't know. Cause he hasn't had that opportunity yet. You know what I'm saying? Like he hasn't been, he hasn't had it fully focused solely on him. Oh uh, yeah. You know, so until we get that opportunity, but for the, the, what we have seen of Tony Pollard, you can't tell me he's the, you know, he's not the better back at this point, you know? Sure. Yeah. So I, I honestly see Zeke. Here's, here's, here's the thing. I see Zeke. I'm not going to say, I'm just going to sound disrespectful as up. I'm going to say it as a, as a, as, you know, how I feel it. Is it possible we could see Zeke turning into like the next Mark Ingram? Possibly. Just kind of like a goal line back. What do you think, Des? Do you think Zeke could turn into that? That's possible. I think it's it may be time for him to just get out of Dallas, but yeah, yeah I hate to say that. Scenery. He needs to change the scenery. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, I think Zach will be the well, I don't say that because uh what's the name of Tennessee? Uh I think he got he got paid too, right? Derrick Henry? Yeah, he got paid. Mm-hmm. I believe so. But like like that, as far as big time contracts, like see. And Henry, I think those are like that's the last you're gonna really see it though. Yeah, because we got situation here with Montgomery yeah. and like I mean it's I mean low key it's it's a it's a it's a poor man's version of that because we got you know David Montgomery right who and then you got Khalil Herbert. Now I will say this: Khalil Herbert has a lot to go to 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 learn in pass pro right oh, yeah. pass protection. Yeah. But as far as a, you know, I think that fits that scheme that that um, that uh, oh, that oh. zone run scheme. You know what I'm saying? I think Khalil Herbert is a better because he he just knows how to. He's a little bit more of a patient runner. Where uh, David Montgomery and we saw it again. Now I'm not going to try to you know disrespect disrespect him because of the game. The conditions were crazy, but. And uh, that was the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. 49ers, again, strong defense, solid defensive line. But David still was doing too much dancing in the hole. Whereas Khalil was hit, you know, he was, he was letting it flow and then he would bounce it back. I just see that, you know, but again, I, if, if they can somehow manage, you know, mirror what goes on in green Bay with the, you know, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, I'll be happy with, but, but to the whole point of this is David Montgomery is not going to get his money. Like he, no, not get crazy paid. He'll get, he might get a little bump. He, he might, he might not get that money either. There's a good possibility. They could look at putting someone that's a better fit in there with Khalil too. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that would save David is, would be his, I think I know Justin's the leader of that team. Like I don't want to, 
get jumping the Bears right now, but uh, Justin is viewed as the the leader of the team, but Montgomery is like the heart and soul of that. Yeah. Offense. But often, yeah. Now, that I think if anything, that's where he would get get that bump in pay because you really want to take out that heart. You know, he could he could find a, a a positive role on that team and still get paid somewhat. But yeah, he's he's not gonna get broke off, and I don't know what team would actually break him off too. So exactly, that's a whole another thing too. He, he might need to go ahead and stay one year, two year deal or something. Yeah, it's possible. For sure. Speaking of Shep, we'll stay with Shep. Shep, what was your big surprise of this week? My like, big surprise um, is I, I, I was going to say uh, Trubisky coming away with the win uh, over Cincinnati. Uh, that was that. That's what where my surprise was, and then it just then came Monday night. <laughs> like Geno Smith just went ape shit the first three quarters of that, that game, you know, and, uh, and, just, and the, how, I don't know, Russell just didn't look like a high paid quarterback uh, in the fourth quarter, whether it was him or, uh, or, or Hackett who hacked it, that, that game up at the end. But uh, yeah, just Seattle in general, like I was picking Seattle as the worst team in the NFL you know, and the way they came out, they they look good. You know, a couple of the tight end uh, was looking good, and um, DK Metcalf still making plays. So Carroll coaching the hell out of his boys. You know, defensively, I mean, two goal line stands causing fumbles. Like Seattle, God, bro. Shout out to former Bear defense coordinator Sean Desai. Definitely, yeah, yeah, and 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 don't forget, I got to give a shout out, partly to the twelfth man, Seattle fans, but they rubbed me the wrong way when I first started off by booing uh, Russell Wilson. That that didn't sit well with me. Yeah, all. that shit was disrespectful to me. Yeah, man. that was yeah. My, my like, man won y'all uh, Super Bowl. Uh, Seattle wanted to part ways. Like your team wanted to part ways with this guy. Then you get a slew of draft picks that came in. You know, and it's just like, boo, boo, nigga, boo. Yeah, yeah. and that's literally just because of a different uniform. Like, that's the yeah. only reason because, bro, I'm not booing. Like, let's say it was A-Rod. I'm not booing Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say he goes and, you know what I'm saying? But you will call him a bitch. Yeah, I'll call him now. I mean, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Boo and bitch. Are but if it was just like it was time to go, it was time to cut ties and things like that, and, you know, he gets traded, something like that, like, I'd be like. Or he goes after his money. At the end yeah. of the day, you got to respect the resume. Yeah, no, you know I, mean? I, I, I think I think he got Seattle. us a lot of doves. He single-handedly kept us relevant. That's the overall thing. If he brought you a Super Bowl to your team. Yeah. And he comes back before the game. I applaud you during the game. I will boot. Yeah, right, yeah, right. When that, you come out, LA man, appreciate the memories, this, that, and the other. But like after that, that's it's it's over after that. You know. Yeah, I think that's a respectful fan it, thing. It was kind of like with Brett, with Brett. Yeah, you know, like I was upset that he was a Viking. You get me wrong, but you know what I'm saying. It's like okay, appreciate Brett coming back, but then after that, I was like, man, fuck Brett. <laughs> He's a Viking now, you know. I mean, can you imagine Derrick Rose coming back to United Center? He's he's done, and, and, and they booed him. 
Oh, no. That's what I mean. Like, and he didn't even win a championship for us. They blew his you ass know? there at the end. That is true, though. Yeah. That is true. And that's why I say bad fans, sports, basketball, football, they can go themselves. That's what I say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, so they can, they can, that's just, well, that's, it's bad. Like you're, you're, I'm, you're, you're spoiled, selfish fans at that point. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still watching you all, Boston. I'm like, hey, listen, listen, we already, we already talked about how we feel about Boston. Moving on. Boston's different. Very <laughs> on a lot of different stuff. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into, before we get into rivalry week, where we talk about the Bears Packers, um, wheels, uh, save that um at the end let's go ahead and get into these games uh we've already no we are recording this on the 15th of september uh we already picked the chiefs all of us picked the chiefs so that's an no that is what it is uh currently the chiefs are losing 10 to 7 but we'll see uh game number two jets versus browns fellas let's go with the uh the champ well so well actually let me let me see if he defers the leader right now is uh is is E. Do you want to go first? Or you want to go last in your pick? I'm gonna go last. Okay, so we'll go in order. So me and Dez, Dez, I'll let you go first. Who are you picking between the Jets and the Browns, sir? I'm going Browns. I second that motion. I think the Jets are going to be another year of bad. Shep. Yeah, Joe, Joe Flacco is starting. Getting the starting nod here. And uh, I believe they lost their offensive tackle uh, preseason. So, yeah, I'm going Browns as well. You said Shane Falco? <laughs> He's out there cleaning uh, stuff off the bottom of his boat, smelling like yak. <laughs> People want to know if I'm really back. And I've never really answered them. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Let me get another one. <laughs> e, um, Jets have some really good young corners, but corners don't they score do. points. Going Browns. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. They got hey. that pick right. They got hey. that pick right. Keep, hey, watch. Keep watching that young dude. Sauce is a dog. You actually shot again. For those who are tuning in the me show, I will say this. I say this a lot during football season, but there is no one that no defensive back play like E. Whether it's high school, college, or pro level. E has been on Sauce Gardner for at least two years now. Yeah, bro. Since Cincy. So shout out to Sauce Gardner. But yes, I I watch defensive back play a lot better, a lot different now because of my relationship, my longtime relationship. What East Staples? There's, there's, there's no one better. Man, bro, just you know, what I'm saying, love that part of the field, man. Love it. What is, what is so dope is when I'm <laughs> during Trey's games, I'm getting the text, I'm looking at group chat, and usually when, especially if they're playing at home, the, the the Wi-Fi or the internet sucks. I always get stuff late. But I get those messages or I get a text from directly from Ian. He's like, what the hell's going on with you defensive backs? Oh, that is, is, that's terrible oh, oh, angles. They, kept, they literally kept <laughs> that preseason game or whatever that was. They straight up kept attacking the same part of the field. and It was driving me crazy. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bro, let, let, I'm not want to talk about it. How about that? I'll get it back. Let's move on. Uh, hey, before we get off part of the show. Yes, yeah. <laughs> before we get off of the Judge Browns, I do want to send a shout out to Jacoby Brissett. Kind of balled out in that game, brought kept the Browns in it. Jacoby my, man, my, my man was crying at the end of the game. Been through so much. Was he? Really? He was, he was crying? crying? I ain't gonna say he was crying, crying. He said he teared up a little bit. He was like, I like to give <laughs> glory to God. <laughs> he got a little emotional. Uh, listen, it's all right. I mean, he went there a lot. Yeah, I'm not he gonna. Got, he, he got moved out of Indy for no reason. So. He got moved out. He, got, he also got moved out of New England, too. But like, yeah. like, like that's where he started at New England. And so. then it looked pretty decent there. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, he could have fit in in New England. They wouldn't have you to know, have Mac Jones. Yeah. Shout out shout out to Gino and Jacoby for really yeah. staying down, staying the course. Because they've been in the league for a minute. Yes. They have. And then for them to hang Gino. around and get out there and get week one dubs, like, those are, that's that's pretty dope. It's pretty yeah. dope. You know what I'm saying? Because a yeah. lot of people wrote them off, for sure. especially Gino. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Gino was a laughing I still stock. see something in Jacoby. I don't know why. Like, I believe in Jacoby for some reason. I do. I think like he's going to keep the Browns above, you know, head, at least at water level. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Actually, know what it is, E? I'm going to tell you what it is. You know what it is? You see a big black quarterback with a, with a nice arm wearing number seven? Puts yeah. you in that Byron Leftwich thoughts. That's why. That's why, bro. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, that could be it. You stick Byron Leftwich. This nigga even he, he don't even have the tuck jersey like Byron like uh like Byron used to not have either. That's Shit what I'm saying. Off. Dang, we said shout out to the black quarterback man. Shout out to Byron Leftwich. Shout out to, to hey, remember how when David Garrard was was a talk of the town for a minute? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, it's a lot of hey, shit. who's the one that was that got uh his lung puncture in uh, San Diego? Uh Tyron Taylor. Tyron Taylor. Yeah. yeah, shout out to him. Still, him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hey, we need to get the other guy in. Really? Well, what are we gonna do? I know. We're gonna stab this fool's arm. Stab him. As long as it's stab him. Oops. I saw the bears. I saw the I saw the bulls do it. That's <laughs> the wild thing. And almost killed him. We can do the same thing. <laughs> Golly, man, it's tough to be a black athlete. Um, Commanders versus Lions, Des. Um, as much as I almost want to go with the Lions, I'm going with the Commanders. This is in Detroit too. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I can't do it. I gotta go commanders. Just <laughs> I wanna pick the lions. I wanna do it. It's like I can't that's what I'm my, saying. I'm like my, I'm my like, bearedoms. I'm like uh, commanders. So yeah. <clears throat> oh go ahead, Shep. You're next, right? Yeah. Shep go. Game separating Shep and, and E. So this is gonna be a a, a pivotal week. Yeah, man. It's like... You don't know me, Des. <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
And I think uh, I read somewhere that this is the first time in two, three years. No, I think it'd be longer that the Lions are had a favor point line. Yes. In Vegas. Yeah. For this game here. But it's just like, ah, gosh. Commanders didn't look too bad this past week, even though that was the Jaguars. Uh, but hey, the Jaguars got weapons. That's why I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. For them to, to survive that, uh, you know, I, I, I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna go with Washington. I, I went against them last week, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with the Commanders this week. King of the North. So when you pick, so I was just having this conversation with my friends the other day on Sunday, actually, we was talking about like, you know, I was talking about how we do our picks on the show and we were talking about the lions. And I was like, you never want to pick the lions, but you know that they're not going to go over this year. The shitty thing about picking the lions is that you got to figure out what are the needles in the haystack of games that they're going to win. You know what I'm saying? And usually some shit that you can't predict. So, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and take the Lions against the Commanders. Um, and oh! with them being a favorite, with them being a favorite, that kind of factored into it. Uh, I think the Lions, they were, they, they're going to be a little scrappy, and I think they're going to go ahead and turn around and, and get that dub, and, you know, Dan Campbell's going to be all happy and shit, and then next thing you know, they'll go back to doing what they do. I think this is the game that they're going to win. I think they're going to they're beat the Commanders. Yeah. See, I, I I think that people are so go are so down on the commanders when the commanders are not really a bad team. You know, thank it's you. It just the lines just really worse, you know. Yeah. But to I, your point, to your point, it's hard to predict when the lines are gonna win. It's just so. hard because you never want to pick them. <laughs> You didn't know lose every one. Like you go into the Lions, like you do an NFL pick them game, and there's like one game you got to decide. Like, well, the Lions gonna fucking lose. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's that's exactly why I'm not picking the Lions because I know the moment I pick them, I'm gonna be coming out of church. I'm gonna look down at my. It'll be like twelve ten, and I'm gonna be like, no. They'll be down by 25 points. Just somehow, that's just how it's gonna work. And I'm just like, you know what? This is what I get for picking the freaking Lions. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, and don't so, forget that. I mean, they still have Jared Goff as their quarterback. So that's unfortunate. Yeah. Very. Is it? Is it? <laughs> is it? So, how fitting is it if they go on sixteen after being on hard knocks? On seventeen. On seventeen. Oh, that'd be on seventeen. Horrible, especially after they didn't pick the Lions to finish above the Bears this year. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. I'll never, I'll never think the Bears are that bad. <laughs> you, want, you want me? Hey, you want me to, though? To here's the thing, though. If you actually look at the Bears' record compared to the Lions' record over like the last, I think it was like 15 years or so, or like 12, it's they're they're it's close. Like the Bears are better, but not by much. It's like a three or four game lead. Not by three or four games that they beat them. Right, probably so. <laughs> so I'm just saying it could go anyway, either way. Uh Buccaneers versus Saints. Uh this is gonna be this is another tough one, but for some uh, I'll go first since Desmond went so we both have the same record. He went first the first time. I'm gonna go Saints 
here. For some reason, the Saints always have the Bucks number. And I'm just going to keep with that trend. Even though Ooh. I know even though I know it's not uh Sean Payton, you know, it's Dennis Allen, but I just think the Saints kind of had a little bit of a work. I, I, I think the Saints are going to be a, a bounce back team. I think they're going to be a playoff team this year. That's just what I believe. So I think the Saints going to win. Des, um, who are you taking? I'm going with the Buccaneers. Mm, riding the coattails uh, of a champion. Might as well. Why, okay. Why not? Why not? But no other better hands. <laughs> even though, even though Winston did play it. Played, you know, balled out last week. Alave, I just feel like the the Bucks got, you know, a better offensive team with a war down and beat the Bucks. I think that's why, and I think the Saints defense is 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 vaunted. They're they're they are what people think the Cowboys are. Mm. Shep, it's to you. So. I, I I definitely hear what you say, like uh, with the Saints having the Bucks number, the uh, same as uh, you know we talk about how the Dolphins had when they're in Miami playing the Patriots, they always uh, you know got their number down there, and they actually showed it, you know, showed out this past week uh, by, by knocking the hell out of New England and the and Mac Jones. So um, I don't know, Julio. Julio Jones looked pretty damn good in that Dallas game. And I I, I, I know sometimes in that coverage, but he looked smooth. He actually looked smooth, some of them catches. So, um, uh, like, I want to pick the Saints, but I'm, I'm going to roll with Buccaneers. I'm going Bucks. E? I'm with you on the Saints. Um, I think that the Saints are going to be – you know, uh, defensively, they're they're really you know they're, they they play really well. Um, Dennis Allen, for some reason, is able to frustrate Tom Brady and you know make him not so uh, you know just so comfortable and everything like that. And and I think that they'll continue that. It'll be a nice, um, it'll be a hard fought game. Um, you know, and of course, uh, another year. I still don't know what Taysom Hill's uh, uh, position is, but I mean, I would. I know that he's pretty good at it. So uh, <laughs> they need to score. He scored another t- touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, from the quarter tight receiver position. And <laughs> so I was, I, I think that that's going to be a difference, just like kind of keeping them off the field, have, being able to, uh, you know, put him in, in in certain packages and get him going and get a big guy to, uh, you know, get you some first downs and, and just kind of sustain that. So it'll be, It'll be one of those games. It'll be one of those games where they're gonna have to grind it out, get a dub. Hey, real quick, this is totally off the record. Or not off the record, but off the subject. Um, has anyone ever seen Tony Gonzalez and Reggie Diaz in the same place? Because they look like damn near the same person. Yeah. El Debar's looking fools. Like yeah. <laughs> one of one of them dated Janet Jackson when she was a child. Yes. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Anyways, sorry, I, I digress. Uh, e, would you like to continue? Or you want to I was done. Yeah, game? I went to. I'm, I'm going Saints. Okay, cool. All right, Panthers at Giants. I'll go first on this one. I am going Giants. Brian Dayball goes two for two. 
Wow, you're going two for two with the Giants, huh? Des, what do you pick? I'm going Giants, man. They got okay. like, Saquon. Saquon's acting like he's healthy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so he's look. He look. He look pretty good. And then yeah. going for that two, the two point conversion. Can't argue with that. Um, hey, it's hard. Hey, hey, although, although betting betting on Daniel Jones is like betting on the Lions. So true, true that, true that. So I'm gonna go. I I don't know. Baker Mayfield look like he uh he got his uh, act together. How, you know, once got his legs under him in that game. So um, I know he wanted to get walk out of Cleveland with that with that W. Wasn't able to do it, so I think he's going to bounce back. So I'm going to go Carolina this week. Carolina Blue. Not Caroline. <clears throat> e? Caroline. Go <laughs> Giants. I just think it's crazy that I'm fucking saying this, but I think that, I just think that they're the better team <laughs> right now. Um, Oh, I think they'll God. be able to frustrate uh, my boy Baker, and you know they uh, last week the the Browns were able to force him into a couple early turnovers that uh, proved to be costly. Um, so I think he's still figuring it out. Like we said in the beginning of the show, you know we're everybody's still you know clearing out the smoke and you know getting the cobwebs off. And once you find your identity, you know. Um, you you're, you definitely have a lot better season, but I just they haven't they're not going to find their identity yet, probably till about week four or five. So I'm going ahead and going to the Giants right now. All right, Patriots versus Steelers in Pittsburgh. Yep, Ooh. you're next. I was going to say you go first with this one. All right, I'm going Steelers. Uh, without Mac Jones, I don't know what the Patriots going to do, especially after if already lost. But it's really unlikely for you know Tom to go I mean for Belichick to go back to back weeks owing oh, to you know take L's back to back weeks but I'm going with the Steelers. I'm gonna give it short. Same. Shep Yeah I just um it's hard to I don't know I just can't I can't it's hard to bet against Belichick back-to-back weeks, but I don't know. I, I watched some of that Steelers game, and, and Mitch, he didn't look half bad. Uh, he had a couple of uh, – in that overtime, a couple of them throws on point where he was rolling out. Uh, Najee Harris, unfortunately, went down, and T.J. Watt. So, defensively, I don't know how – what kind of replacement they're going to be able to replace uh, T.J. Watt with, but uh, I think Najee Harris may come back uh, – on this game. So if he's, if he's able to run, so I think it was a high ankle sprain and apparently it's not as bad as they all thought. So um, I'm going to go Steelers on this one, uh, that rookie. And, uh, and I think Williams had this sideline catch that was just out of this world in overtime. Deontay Johnson. Johnson. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He had that catch. That you was know. ridiculous. Mitch put it in the spot. You know, Johnson finished off the rest, you know, and then that tight end, uh, this Pittsburgh's got I like. So, yeah, I'm, I'm rolling with Pittsburgh and uh, uh, Tomlin doing another dance after the game. Okay. E? I'm going to go ahead and go uh, Steelers on this one. They, they go ahead and build off that big win. And um, 
they know just like I know about replacing TJ Watt. You can't. So scheme is going to be very important in this game. And I think they got it um, with, with that. So I'm going to go ahead and go Steelers, man. Um, and I do like, I like Mitch in that offense, man. You know, people kind of writing them off or, you know, things like that. And um, give Mitch some time. Let him, you know what I'm saying? Let him, let him get groovy. I think that they'll be okay. So the, we, we took all took the Steelers, eh? All right. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Mm, okay. Colts versus the Jaguars. Ooh. Dez? <laughs> at, in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. Um, I'm going Colts. Even though a part of me really wants to go Jaguars. I'm going Colts on this one. That part of you leaped on me. I'm going Jaguars. I think Jaguars have. Um, I think the Colts are are reeling. Uh, you know they that they let the freaking Tennessee. I'm not sorry, Tennessee. The Houston Texans tie them. And if Lovey was playing for the win, I, I low key Lovey might might have been shaving points, but whatever. Uh, um, uh. <laughs> um, but. I, I think that Jacksonville has more offensive weapons. Uh, Peterson, I just uh, I think he knows how to beat that cover two defense. I'm gonna I'm go I'm gonna go to Jaguars. Shep. Yeah, this is odd, but I'm going back to back weeks picking the Jaguars. Um, I kind of want to. I might. I actually want to pick the draw here because uh, the AFC South is yet to win a game. And uh, this is another week of them <laughs> each other, so it'd be it'd be it would be good for one of them to come out of this game with a victory. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Jaguars. I think Trevor Lawrence, yeah, he's gonna be a fine quarterback in this league, and and uh, I'm pretty sure they're they're they almost they almost pulled that game out, they almost put that game out uh, last week. So yeah, I'm running with them. And King of the North. We're going to go ahead and go Colts on this one. Matt Ryan gets his uh, first. Mute. Oh, um, Matt, Matt Ryan gets his first um, uh, win as a coach. So. Okay. Dolphins at Ravens. Uh, who's it? Is it my turn or your turn, Des? I'll go first, but I'm going, go I'm go, I'm going Ravens. Okay. <sighs> this is tough. You're going Tua or Jackson? Man, usually usually I go with the better quarterback. Here we go. But I ain't doing it this time. I'm going Tua. Give me the Dolphins. Ooh. Yeah. Stormy? I'm going. I'm going to go. I, I got to stay with Lamar. Uh Two of them, they gotta they gotta come back down to earth. So uh this is where the water starts to 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 begin to set, settle some. So I think this is one of the games that'll bring everything back down to earth for the Dolphins. So I'm going Ravens. E. Um I'm gonna take the Dolphins on this one. They have so much speed on the field. So much speed. 
the defense is it I mean the defense yeah, is great yeah. in turnovers. Um you flustered uh Lamar, he's gonna turn that ball over. So I think that we're gonna go ahead and see the Dolphins go two and oh man. Okay. Falcons at Rams. Just gonna wrap it up and say Rams. Yeah, uh, Rams for sure. I'm going Rams. I'm not. I, I don't know when I'll pick the Falcons again. I don't know. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes 2025. Sometimes, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, shit. Maybe when they start the kid, Desmond Ritter. Who knows? 20, mm. 20, 2030 or 2080. <laughs> 80E. The, the, the Falcons will be a good team to play with to rebuild from on, on Madden. <laughs> Ooh, you give me a tall task. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll go in there and clean some shit up. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Bring a championship to the A. I'll clean some shit up. Bring a championship to the A. Send it to all my friends. Be like, it looks nice, huh? <laughs> Mariota, though. But Mariota. No, no, no. No, I know E the way I know E. Mariota. Uh, Mariota's getting uh getting benched or getting let go in the offseason. He's running with the kid. He the first one out the door. Damn. See, there it is. Appreciate it, man. Uh <laughs> Oregon days long gone, brother. Nah. <laughs> Matter of fact, give me that high on the way out. No. <laughs> man, you keep that later. Yeah, yeah, get that back here a little bit. <laughs> All right, Seahawks at 49ers. I'm saying the 49ers come back with the vengeance. I'm going 49ers. Desmond, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to go Seahawks. Mm. Interesting. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. He's going, he's going Seahawks, okay. Shep. Now, uh, I do want to remind you, Des, uh, Jamal Adams is out for the season. Yep. And also, Geno Smith did come back down to earth in that fourth quarter. I think he only had, like, two completed passes. So, um, I'm going 49ers. Oh my gosh! But I, I will say this about the 49ers. Trey Lance has some some more learning to do. Uh, I know that weather was a big factor in that game. Uh, kind of felt bad for him. Uh, once uh, Bears got that lead, I just it, it, it he wasn't he wasn't going to be able to come back through that. So um, I think uh, Shanahan will will do some adjustments here. Uh, it's not known if Kittle is playing or not. But I'm going to roll with 49ers now. Uh, I'll, I'll keep an eye on the report. I might change it, but I doubt if I do. So I'm 49ers. E? I'm with you on Trey Lance, Shep. Um, I just kind of wanted to make that point. I'm not – but I knew this before. When, when they pick, when they re-signed Jimmy – I was like, oh, I don't, I don't think they can, I don't think they see anything in him right now. I, I don't think that they believe that he can be the one to take them right now. You know what I'm saying? To where they need to go. Well, I don't, everybody's saying that, but I don't, I don't see it that way. I mean, obviously they know that he's, he's, he's got to have some, 
some more games under his belt, but who wouldn't want that insurance? Because they were ready to move on from him back in March. Well, it was Trey's team, and then they brought back Jimmy. Well, what I'm saying is they, they believed in enough in that kid in March that they were willing to go ahead and part ways with this dude. And there was just no takers because they had to wait for his injury to heal by the time that came around. And then finally, with look for Trey, yeah. all the quarterback spots were gone pretty much. So, uh, and, you know, I, I can't I can't get behind that. That, you know, the only reason they kept him is because they don't believe in the kid. But you got to give the kid some time. So, you know, I think uh, having G there is a good insurance policy. But at the same time, they're, they're going to throw him out there. He, he's he's just, he, Bosa pretty mad after this, this last game. Like like uh, the adjustments that, that uh, uh, Iberflus and company made really frustrated that dude so yeah with, with trey though i mean it's like i combine that them signing him with the reports coming out of training camp that kyle shanahan is just just kind of um he, he said that you know kind of made it seem like it's either a hit or miss type of thing with trey like he's either really bad or he's decent he's pretty good but shanahan said yeah. already knew i mean for them to go up to the third pick to get a quarterback that's only uh, played one year of football and sat out a whole nother year um, nearly. It's only one game under spell within that year. You know, they had to know. They they had to know. They should have yeah. had a plan where he had two years under his belt or something like that. So if they're going to throw him to the Wolves this year, then they're going to have to let the Wolves eat him up, you know, so. Yeah, here's another thing. I mean, your, your running back can't stay healthy. The first play oh, of the damn game, another 49ers. That, the first play that. of the game of the NFL season, a 49ers running back goes down. How how crazy is that? I think some things never change. The 49ers cannot keep a healthy running back on their roster to save their lives, bro. <laughs> you know? That's the sound that people in San Francisco are waiting here from people getting off the injury list from Tecmo Super Bowl. Ironically enough, all right, they went ahead and let Trey Sermon go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. They matter of fact, and that was a late. Uh, yeah, he was the last. Was the that, last wasn't that a late cut? cut? Yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah, like a last minute cut. I think. No, I think it was right before the last game. Of, or or yeah, that's uh, preseason game. I think. Yeah. Oh. And now he's on Philly. Mm-hmm. But we'll see, man. I mean, the jury's still out on Trey. Of course, you got to give him some time. But oh you know, yeah. Um, now that he's a full starter, we haven't seen him, you know, with the because there was always the Jimmy thing last year. So now this is his team, so to say. So, I mean, um, he, he's got to go through those growing pains. Um, but you know, and I don't know. And I mean, he's gonna have a defense behind him to help him, yeah. So, yeah, and I think, I, I think that's the what they're banking game. on. They're gonna be banking on that defense, but the running game takes another hit, yeah. Yeah, so everyone went 49ers because Desmond switched his picks. So, <laughs> low key. Dads. Way to go, Des. Uh, Bengals versus Cowboys. I have a feeling we're all going Bengals here. I am, yes. I mean, yes. I mean, Cooper Rush, damn quarterback. Yes, I'm going Bengals. Desmond, are you going? Are you going Bengals? Yes, we're all going Bengals there. Well, hey, can I say something about these Bengals? Go for it, Shep. Did they not just give up more than five sacks once again? Um, I don't know. I think I think they got them like six or seven times this game. Back to back game. They they just be giving up so many sacks on Joe Burrow, who's 
just came off who came off an injury last year in ACL. Granted, mm. got him to the Super Bowl, but got to the Super Bowl and still got sacked seven times. And then they gave up another six or seven sacks on top of him throwing three picks. You know, like since I know you're in the Super Bowl, but y'all gotta you gotta be better, man. Like. You know, he's telling the Bears gonna have this bad offensive line, but bro, these other quarterbacks are getting they're getting smashed. So like you telling me, so this is what I'm saying. You telling me from February till now. Oh, snap. I said sacks. this last week that, that wasn't on wax, but I'm saying you saying this, you said from February till now that that offensive line has gotten that much better. Now, granted, in February, they gave up the most sacks in the Super Bowl since Roger Stallback in 1969. How many Super Bowls have been since then? You know what I'm saying? So it's like they were fact, historically bad last year. So they, they even the championship game they gave over five. Wasn't it like yeah, six, they gave up a bunch of sacks to the damn Chiefs? So you got the AFC Championship Super Bowl and this game. So that's three games yeah. in a row of over five, over six sacks again. Yeah, yep. They gave up seven over- sacks. They got seven sacks for uh 79 yards, I think, this past game. And everybody so, talking about poor Justin Fields ain't got no line. Hell, Joe Burrow ain't got a line, and he we got he got had surgery because of it. Well, and also Burrow got talent. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's Earl, what he got. He got he got three, <laughs> four dogs with him. So he got three dogs, and he got Uzuma, the uh, the tight end. Yep. Well, he can't be throwing to him on crutches. That's all I'm saying. That's is it a, possible? Yeah. Jo- I mean, is it some, possible I mean, Joe Burrow is is this generation's the early John Elway where John was getting beat up, beat the hell. Mm. Just throwing it out there. Mm. Or, or David Carr. No, because David didn't win. He, he was concussed before he could even possibly win. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, he was getting his ass whooped. Yeah. That was that was the uh remember the game in uh <laughs> you remember the remember uh in varsity blues the game after they went out on the on that uh the the uh the ben the the binger the binger they're oh, all yeah, drunk and stuff bender when they came out that strip club yeah and they got just demolished that's that's what happened to to david carr for four years straight every game Gosh, every stinking game texas versus broncos speaking How- of texans <laughs> um you know John Elway as well. Okay. Yeah, true, man. <laughs> yeah. See how we all did that? Um I'ma go ahead with this one. I'm gonna say Broncos. I don't see Lovey coming in there with the cover two in mile high. I don't see that happening. Nah, not with no Jerry Judy. Yeah. So I'm going, going Broncos. Going Are we all going Broncos here? I don't know. I'm, can Lovey can can Lovey Smith out coach Hackett, which is a good possibility. But there's still Russell Wilson, so yeah, I'm gonna go Broncos. <laughs> Knew he was gonna do that. He's gonna drag drag it out. Cardinals at Raiders. Desmond, you can take this one first. I'm going Raiders. Same. Man, Cardinals to go 0-2. Mm-hmm. 
Someone's got to be bad in that AFC on the NFC West. And yeah, Cardinals just did not look good in the first game. So yeah, no Hopkins, no shot. Yeah, I'm going Raiders too. Um, Raiders. That one's fairly easy for me. We're gonna skip that game. We're gonna save that one for last. What's going on with the Chiefs? Uh defense. Um, <laughs> Titans. Titans at Bills. Des, oh, let's pick that one. I'm going the same with the Bills. Say like hands down, it's Bills. Bills. E. Bills. I, I right now, I just think they're the best team in the league. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. Oh wait. Playing, so that both of these are Monday night games. Don't these? Yeah, there's two. Yeah, there's two Mother night games. That's a wow. pick, and that's fast interference as well. Um, Vikings at Eagles. This is gonna be a tough game. This is gonna this be a good actually. Game. A... This is actually a damn good game. Des, why don't you finish it off? I'm going Vikings. Mm, okay. I'm going Eagles. Yep. So this is a primetime game, uh, and Kirk Cousins has an allergic reaction to every time it's happened. So I'm going Eagles. Unless he's playing against the Bears. Well, that was just like that was like one out of what four. Just broke his streak last. Last year, yeah, and this is the game where built. <laughs> and this is the game where Kirk Cousins, where people Minnesota, they like they they go back to hating Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I see that. E Eagles, I'm never picking the Vikings again. <laughs> Did he catch this? I'll lose. Game? I'll lose those right. matches. No. <laughs> No, nah, Eagles. I'm. I just. I just think that the Eagles. They, the way that they finished the game last week, it was a tough game, and for them to kind of pull away like that, um, you know, I think they'll be able to. Uh, hopefully, they they have a better. Uh, hopefully, they have a better um, run in with fucking uh, Justin Jefferson than we did. So, uh, but I'm taking them. But I do think that Dalvin Cook's gonna have a big game this week. All right. So Gonna have to. Dirty, dirty, dirty Dez. What? <laughs> dirty Dez. Dirty, dirty Dez. Change your pick again. What a pick. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. So the reason why we're here, rivalry week. Bears, Packers. Let's get into it. Um oh hold on. Oh, you oh, don't don't even you don't even have to I got you, Shep. Say less. We here. So, uh, let me kick this off. The Bears surprised me. I thought there was no way in hell they were going to win that game. They played a very disciplined game, and and honestly, that and a, a very uh, defensive. Um, you know, it looked kind of like the old Lovey days. Um, and with with a more with a more, uh, yeah, the, the conditions were were crazy. But even the play design by Lou Getze, 
I thought was um was 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 great. Like they made adjustments which we haven't seen. Took a minute to get there, but yeah. Yeah. Well, again, you got to make adjustments and they made adjustments at halftime. Who knew coaches could do that for Chicago? Doesn't happen. Um having said that, I really like if there was ever a game I wanted to pick the Bears, this would be it. However, if you're looking from top to bottom, Packers are a better team. Uh, is this game this game is in Lambeau, correct? Yes. Yeah. And uh 60% chance of rain. Which leads me to say this. This is going to be a pounded game. Um, Green Bay, their receivers might be working at the kinks out right now with, with, uh, with A-Rod, right? But here's one thing I do know. Unlike the 49ers, Green Bay has a potent run game. You got A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones. Those are some grown men. Yes, and Thanks. here's a key thing, too. That gets lost in the Bears' hoopla, right? The Bears gave up 189 rushing yards to San Francisco. And the starter went up the first game. First, first exactly. exactly. I'm, I hate to do it. I hate to say it, but I'm sorry, E. I'm going to steal it from you. Packers 30, Bears 13. Desmond, to you, sir. As much as I would like to uh, just just really lean into the Bears fandom in me, I'm going Packers. But I think it would be close. I think it would be more so 17-14 Packers. Ah, which is possible because the Bears haven't have. Don't forget they had that seven seven nothing win two years ago opening night, and then last year was what? Yeah, but that was with an all time great defense. I don't. I don't. I don't. The Bears as young defenses. No. Listen, don't get me wrong. The defense is they executed, but this is you got a lot of young players on the Bears. National TV, prime time. That is a recipe for disaster. I just don't think until I see it, I'm not going to believe the Bears are going to beat Green Bay in prime time. Unless a quarterback, unless the Bears being quarterback by Caleb Haney. Which was the last, or, or or not Caleb Haney? I'm sorry, uh, uh, McGowan. Which was the last time the Bears beat Green Bay in prime time? It was like 2016. Sheesh. Yeah, that, no, that not even 16. Was, it was 14, I believe. That team was that team was god awful too. <laughs> yep, it was, but they won. So, um, yeah, I don't, I just don't if see it. The last win against the Packers, and that was 2018. Yeah, four years ago. So. No, and I don't, and I just don't, I just, if 
The Bears don't get that peanut punch. That's a completely different game. San Francisco almost goes it, it goes up big early. So I don't think you're going to get that from from a Green Bay team. A pissed off Green Bay team at that. You know, so, Shep, what you, what you got? I mean, I wouldn't say pissed off Green Bay team. I'd say a pissed off Aaron Rodgers, which is just as lethal as as the former, uh, you know. But I, it was more than just Aaron Rodgers, uh, that Vikings game. It was more so like I, the Green Bay should have, like this offseason, they retooled their defense. And I don't know, defense the, – Scheme-wise or something like that, they just let Justin Jefferson all over the place, you know, even though they did move him around uh, on his position. So uh, I was at two uh, – did the two first-round picks play defense that game, E? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Quay, yeah. Uh, so um, – but here's well, – I will say this about the Bears. Um, they are young, uh, and they have all fed into this culture change in that in – that, you know, on that team, uh, I think Eberflus is doing a wonderful job uh, with expectations and holding them accountable to everything. Um, everybody's finding their role, believing their role, and uh, I think they're all fighting for each other. You know, so when you get a young team like that, that's all on the same page, uh, know what this, what the goal is. You know, I mean, it's like you know, a bunch of young cheetahs just sitting out there attacking all in in one direction which is which which is a lethal thing to do but i mean as much as i want to pick the bears i'm still going to go go packers on this one uh uh i'm trying not to let my fan talk me into the bears winning uh but i mean i think they i think they literally have a shot but justin fields he there's another step for him to take uh he wants this game bad I, I I know it from from last year, and I think this is one of the games that he has circled on his on his calendar. So I know he's going to want to show out, but I, he still has a long way to go. Because um, offensively, there was there were some open open receivers like this this scheme that uh, I guess he has. Like I mean, last year they had open receivers, even with with Matt. Uh, what, what what's the other Matt's name? Not Eberflus, the other guy, the ball head guy with the the the, the cap. That's what he was called. Oh yeah, that guy. You know, even even looking back at some of those games, they his scheme still got receivers open. But Getsy was getting some receivers open. Uh, it is going to be ground and pound. I think uh, Montgomery's going to have a little bit more success here, but. You know, Packers, I, I, I think they still spank the Bears again. Uh, but I don't think it's that big of a spank. I think it's it'll, it'll be an exciting game, I'll say that. I, I think the game's going to be close until late, and that's where a turnover is going to go. I suppose it's going to be like 30 to 13, something. something like I, I will say, I don't let the, let the Bears hang around. I think that's that would be key. Like, if they're still within striking distance – in that fourth quarter, um, I think Justin will will take, will go ahead and just take that game over, because um, they they he did that last year against them. Uh, we, they almost got away with that game, so I think they're more conditioned, and I think Ibrahimus will not let that game get away if they if they keep hanging around. Uh, but I don't know. It's the third quarter is going to be the key if 
if Rhett Rogers can put the nail in the coffin in the third quarter, uh, that would be it. But fourth quarter starts and the Bears are still close. It's gonna be it's gonna be quite interesting to see how it ends. Let me just say this again. This is totally off the record or off the off the subject, but freaking Patrick Mahomes is a, is a different animal. Patrick Mahomes, what? He's just a different animal. Yeah, he threw a pick right to Asante Samuel. He dropped it, but yeah, very different. Yeah, no, but then he just—it was actually a pick, but they bailed him out. But he didn't get bailed out in case. Then he just drove down the field. Did they score? Yeah, yeah. The throw though, he he, he, you know, some Steph Curry type stuff. (laughs) There's no way he should make that throw like that with, you know. Just nah, he's just different. Yes. Should be in a bear uniform. Never seen whatever. it before. Yes, you have. You see it all the time. That's why you don't that's why you're not well, amazed. That's what different means, right? That we haven't seen it before. Oh, see, hater. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just no, making sure. Uh, no, you see it all the best. time because you got Aaron, you got Aaron bleeping Rogers. Right? Okay. He 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 does a good Aaron Rodgers impersonation. What can was I say? he oh okay, yeah. We got to win back-to-back MVPs to do a good Aaron Rodgers impersonation. You have to do that. Ooh, talk your stuff, son. I'm just hey, saying, talk your stuff, stuff. The only reason I'm saying this is because my barber, I have every time I go get my haircut, I have to hear about this nigga Pat. <laughs> <laughs> every time. <laughs> I'm like, you know, there's flaws in this game. But no, that was a very beautiful throw, actually. I'm not going to lie. Very nice. Yeah, the, yeah this is... I just want one. Just for just I want to have one for just a few years. I'm not even gonna be greedy. I'm not talking 10, 15. I, I just give me five years of one like that. I'll be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why didn't you right, talk so, about the game? Hmm? I didn't get to talk about the game. What? The Packers game? Yeah, Do right. you really want to talk about it? Like we we kind of talked a little bit. I, I mean, I'll let you talk about. We've talked about the we've talked about the Bears. Let me clear the lane lane for the King of the North, Week One champ, um, leading the standings right now. Uh, e, uh, you have a lot to say on on man. Again, if you're not following E on social media, you're missing out because his posts will be on Facebook or Twitter are hilarious. Uh, so, but E, let me let me just let me let you cook. What what would you like to talk about, or get off your chest with the with the uh, Packer game this First past of all, weekend? Chef, I'm glad that you mentioned the run game and being mindful of that because um, there wasn't enough of it last game, and I and I feel like there was, you know, with, with AJ Dillon, you, you said you got these Roman, you got AJ Dillon, you got Aaron Jones, and when we ran the ball, we averaged six point four yards a carry. The only thing is, is that collectively, as both of them only got 18 carries combined, it's not a recipe for winning. So mm-hmm. what it felt to me was like Matt LaFleur is like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and get Aaron going and I'm going to make him throw the ball 33 damn times. Right. So I'm you got to be able to have teams. that balance on offense. And it's 2022. Why am I still yelling? Give Aaron Jones the ball. I've been saying this forever. <laughs> like, why do I have, why was I on Sunday talking about why isn't Aaron Jones in the game? You know, if there's supposed to be such focal points of the offense. Um, but we got to iron out some kinks on offense. And I think that, you know, we got something with Christian Watson, even though he dropped that ball, but the way he got open, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, that, that move that he put on Patrick Peterson, let alone, I mean, granted it is an older Patrick Peterson, but at the same time, like, 
you know, we got something there. So I'm not going to harp too much on the offense as much as I would. Defensively, I don't know what the hell the scheme was. I don't know what it was. You're just going to sit in a damn zone for the whole year, for the whole game. When you have a receiver that is the guy in, in, in whatever team, and he has 153 damn yards at half, that is a horrible scheme. You just paid job money. I call him that because he made a lot of money this offseason. You just paid him for four years to be able to go ahead and cover receivers like that. And you don't have him shadow him for the whole game. And when you have him shadow, yes, he may still get open. He may still get some catches, but at least you make Kirk Cousins think about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You make him have that little hesitation to where he's like, you know, uh, should I throw it that way? Should I not? It looks a little tight right there. Not him running across the field, across the damn zone where he's wide ass open. So that was my problem. You know, one thing that I will say that really, really impressed me was Quay Walker, number one, but number two, the interior defense, the interior pressure of that defensive line and us being able to get up the middle and, and you know, really disrupt Kirk Cousins on times. When we did sack him, it was through the interior, which is going to help us against the Tom Brady's of the world, right? Mm. Where we have to make him break contain or, you know, make, make him have to make a play. When you get that interior pressure on those quarterbacks and that pocket starts to break down, I think that we're going to continue to build on that. And that's going to help us. That's going to pay dividends in the future when, when we get to when we get to playoff football. Yeah! So, um, but again, we got to run the ball more, man. We just have to, you know, I mean, we, I mean, we ran, we ran the damn ball effectively for whenever you gave it to him. So do you, are you worried at all about that defensive scheme or the, the defensive philosophy that, that, that Green Bay is having uh, that showed out that game that the adjustment really wasn't made in the second half? Um, just the fact that, I know, like I said, Minnesota went ahead and, and came in with their game plan of moving, uh, uh, what's his name, around uh, to different spots on the field to get him, to scheme him open, or they wouldn't even right. scheme open. Like, he just was <laughs> different. He was all over the field, uh, yeah. lined up in different spots. Uh, but it was just like, Green Bay, yeah, didn't pick up on that till, till it was too late. Yeah, yeah, that that is a problem that I had with the – uh, with the defensive scheme and how we played Justin Jefferson. I mean, you know, Matt LaFleur was like, well, you're going to have to change the whole dynamic of the defense if you're going to do that. And I'm just like, well, why isn't there a man package in this? We have the personnel to play man coverage. You know, our third best yeah, corner, it, I mean, you know, arguably one of our, was one of our best corners last year was Razul Douglas, and he's playing in the nickel. You got two speedsters. You got a guy that could cover on the outside with Jair. You know, you got a guy that can run with anybody and Eric Stokes, and you got two pretty pretty good safeties. So I don't get why you can't have some man coverage and at least have Jair or even, shit, even uh, Eric Stokes. You know, that takes away that deep threat because he can run with him. Eric Stokes. So Eric Stokes. I can't believe it because I, I don't know why I was hella mad when he got drafted. <laughs> <laughs> Eric but Stokes. I like the kid. I like the kid. Yeah, he's really good. So we're going to have to clean that up. We're going to have to clean that up because we're going to be playing some really good receivers this year. And we cannot have Justin Jefferson go off again, but he won't because he's going to have to play a cold game in Lambeau. So that's going to be, that's that. That's I'm glad this shit out the way in Minnesota, 
and knock that out the out the way. So that way, now we got to bring them to Lambo in 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 cold cold weather conditions. And Kirk gonna give you that ball. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, Kirk gonna give you that ball at some point. There's always well, that point in every well, season where everybody loves Kirk, and then Kirk does Kirk things. But he's he's not the interception kind of guy though. He's just the losing kind of guy. Or, or I'm not gonna say the losing. He's just the not winning guy. Yeah, because I mean he did throw what uh, 28 touchdowns to four interceptions last year. Some 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 uh, crazy number like that. So and it's crazy. Like, why are you all not? Yeah, but but that was a very conservative offense. With this offense being a little bit more opportunistic, I think you're going to see that interception right. total go up. Okay, well, yeah. So, but coaching has to be coaching has to be better. Um, in 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 my eyes, um, you know, Lafleur has to make sure that everybody's taking like everybody's ready to play, and it just didn't seem like it. But again, I feel like. Aaron Rodgers, I know he's older, but bruh, take a snap in the preseason. Take a couple snaps. Everybody has taken snaps. Every starting quarterback in the league has taken snaps in the preseason. He couldn't though. He was he was trying to get home to his baby girl to give him a little plush uh, bunny rabbit on a, on a flight home. That's. What? That's that's he was busy. He, he had to escort all the convicts. It, it wouldn't be oh. a stream without that. Okay, okay. I mean, it would it would be it would be a podcast without that. Yeah, without <laughs> with no context, but like man, you find out what he's talking about at the end of the sentence, and you're like, yeah, oh, okay, Connor, but shit, stamp his baby girl a plush toy. <laughs> oh, and then toss Dave Chappelle out the the, the about football. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I feel like you know you got to take snaps, and then his body language is just killing me, bro. He's like a grumpy ass old man out there, just mad at everybody <laughs> sitting on his porch, <laughs> yeah, like bro. Can't figure out the uh, why the VCR saying twelve. That's how he did look. You are tripping, bro. Like, why are you? You know, you got these. Everybody on your team is young, and your body language means a lot, bro. Like, you have to be able to, you know, saying show the team like you rallying around with them. Christian Watson, Christian Watson dropped that wide ass open pass. But he did right? go back to him later in the game. He, finally he did not go back to him. That's my thing. He did the same shit with. Yeah, Mercedes he didn't go. Lewis. He didn't go back to him to like the fourth to like the fourth quarter third. at the end, like the end where it was already decided. It was like in the third. On the, I thought. Okay. I thought it was the only time that man got the ball in his hands. It was on a reverse. Yeah, he hit, he hit him. A, he hit him a, a pass on the sideline. Did he hit him on a I pass? I, I, don't, I, I think okay. or his most yards was on that uh was yeah, on that reverse pass. Yeah. It was on that reverse. So that's another thing. Like, man, give him, you know, the next time uh, who said this? I think it was Greg Dinner, somebody. After that man dropped that pass, the next series, or, or even or the next player, the next series, give that man a screen. Give him a little bubble. Get the ball in his hand. Say, hey man, I trust you to make the next play. You know what I'm saying? But you don't go back to him after that. That's, I mean, that I don't like that. He did that shit last year with Mercedes Lewis. When Mercedes Lewis, you know, he caught the ball first down, got he fumbled it, didn't go back to him. Like, bro, that's that's where the relationship thing comes in. Like, you got to have trust. You got to make sure that you giving them giving them opportunities. So, um, the Bears, we gonna have to make sure that we stop y'all run. 
we're gonna have to make sure we make we make Justin Justin feels uncomfortable. I don't Justin feels make me nervous because he keep he gets better every game against us. So um there's only a matter of time to where he's just gonna have that breakout game. Um, but I don't think it's this week, but it will be, you know, it will be it will be soon. So um I like Justin Fields, you know what I'm saying? But I just think that we're a little bit more talented right now. And uh, we can go ahead and, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll win the game pretty pretty nicely. I will say this. If you all do not get the proper pressure on Justin Fields, because uh, that was one of the adjustments that they did was to keep Cole Komet in. Uh, so that took away one of his, his go-to receivers. Uh, if you all are not pressuring this kid enough to keep Cole Komet to help Braxton Jones or, or – uh, Larry Borum uh, to help. Uh, it might be a long day for you all. Yeah, but I will. I will shout out Tevin Jenkins. Uh, that that line is. They, I think they don't stop. Hold up. Oh, no, don't no, don't stop. No, no, don't, no, no, because he was being rotated in. Yeah, the person you the part the ro- the person you need to shout out is Lucas Patrick. Cause he played with a broken with a broken hand. Oh, I'm shouting out the whole line and Sam uh, Mustafer. Welcome. <laughs> and Sam Mustafer came in. It was a center for the majority of the game and did not have one bad snap. They were rotating Patrick and and, and yeah. Tevin and Tevin, but the, the the one person, Sam Mustafer, because he's been kind of the forgotten man. He wasn't even supposed to be the backup center. He was supposed to be the kid out of Illinois, but once he had the the Liz Frank injury, you know, Sam went back from guard to back to center. So that's well, the person, the MVP to me. Well, I'm not saying MVP. Yeah. Wet conditions. Yeah, I'm talking about the offensive line. I'm talking about the offensive line, like the right, one, right. Uh, offensive the, line. But the reason I say I shout out Tevin Jinks is I, like that attitude, that that Mauler attitude that he's having to and not have any penalties. Oh yeah, they played a clean game. They only had three. Yeah. They had three penalties that, for like that, forty yards. Like all of them, I thought they did fairly well. I thought they did fairly well, better than projected. So that's where my yeah. shout out is. Okay, you know we can give, we can give him a shout out for that. All right, so well, Tevin kicked somebody in the head. <laughs> well, we're, it's gonna be it's gonna be Liddy on Sunday night because we'll be I'm sure in the chat we are going to be dropping all types yeah, of crazy going, memes. Uh, I'm, I'll be at uh, I'll be at Sheps on Sunday. We all going in on some wings. You know what I'm saying? And teams. Dang, I wish I was there. Dang, so, I wish I was there. We about, about to do that. Okay, okay, okay. Moving right on. Like we my got mom just... talking shit to me after we beat them. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody give a shit about him. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> with the packers. <laughs> Wearing that shit in my house. Anyway. <laughs> Shout out to Soul. <laughs> Real quick before we end the show, because we're coming up on that time. Quick rapid fire. I'm gonna start with Desmond. Des, socks coming into tonight's show. Socks won today. Three games out. Is that against Cleveland? Yeah, played against Cleveland. They were four. Wow. They beat Cleveland eight to two. Freaking what? So Desmond, are how are you feeling right now about the Sox chances? We making the playoffs, bro. Hold up, time out. Did you Wait. say we're making the play? We're making the playoffs? 
Yeah, we're making the playoffs. Okay, side note here. Do not forget. What? Do not forget the last episode that we were that we officially recorded our conversation about the White Sox at that point. I know, man. but Tony, Things but Tony ain't there no more. Yeah, Tony ain't there well, no he's more. lurking though. Yeah. He's lurking. He's, he's, hey, he ooh. can lurk, but let him lurk off to the side. Wherever the hell he's at, it don't matter. Hey, E, you remember? You remember? E, you remember in uh, uh, life when uh, <laughs> Anthony Anderson was wiping it down? He's looking creepy. Oh, that's yeah. basically that's basically like how Tony Larusa is looking at the White Sox right now from the outside. <laughs> he's he's cleaning a window, looking at the White Sox, real creepy like. So, but shout out to him. Hopefully, uh, Tony gets healthy. I don't want to so death paper, on anyone, paper, huh? right? But I want him to stay the hell away from the team as long as possible. So, if it was a pacemaker, why don't someone just tell him that the electric static that's in White Sox dugout is not inducive to the current from his pacemaker, which or just tell the doctor, like, just just tell him that like, you, you need to stay away. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying everything to get this man to stay away. It, it, yeah, but I, I, don't, I mean, I like, I like my chances, man. They're playing good ball. You always roll with the team that's hot. So they stay right there. Time. Yeah, but I mean, these other teams, they're giving them a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's all it comes yeah. down to. Like, like you, if we went out against Cleveland, if we went out against the team, the games we got left against Cleveland and the Twins, I know that's asking for a lot, but that puts you in really good shape. Yeah, yeah, we're going to find out. Like I said, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting down the stretch. Real quick, last question before we end the show Shep and E, I want both of your opinion. This past week in college football games, what was the biggest shock? Notre Dame losing against Marshall, Texas A&M losing against Appalachia State. Which one was the big or 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 the other or some other game? Which one was the biggest shock for you? Or Notre Dame for me? Or yeah. or wait 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 or Scott Frost getting fired and still collecting the fifteen million dollars? Bro, all they have to do is wait. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Like we'll wait till that expires in four to five weeks. Do you know how bad you must suck for them to really want to get like get get, get, your, get the hell up out of here? I, I don't even you. care how much it costs. <laughs> we will pay you to leave. <laughs> God goodness gracious! So E, you said the you said Notre Dame. The way they lost, man. Like you said it, perfect. Like. How do you how do you look worse looking against losing against Marshall than you do at Ohio State? Marshall's at home. <laughs> you know? Um, just not a good, not a good look for Notre Dame. And, and especially y'all started off as the what number five team in the country? Yep. And started ranked. off as that. And that's gonna be I don't know what y'all what y'all think? Like 20, 24, maybe 23, 24? No, they're not even ranked. Out of rankings, out of well, they fell out. They fell out. They fell out. They're fell not out? even in the okay. rankings. Okay. Yeah. yeah they, the is... rankings kicked them out like like Nebraska kicked out Frost. Like they like, go just <laughs> Scott freaking Frost, man. Hey, man. That was his dream job. You know, he went there. Yeah. That safety, so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Played played well. Uh, had uh, not played, but coached well at Central Florida. You know. Um, hey, up thirty four against uh, number. I think it was like number four Auburn team or something like that. 
Put up 34 yeah. points against Auburn that year. Sometimes, and Auburn was in the championship, the national championship mix. You sometimes know? you can't go back home, bro. Sometimes you just yeah. can't go back home. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's tough. It's And Nebraska is such a tough task. It's such a tall task right now. It is. Yeah. Because every time you go in, you got to change change the culture, and then and, and yeah, yeah, that's that's just a different base. Recruiting yeah. recruiting price sucks for them right now. So I mean, it's just because you got to play Ohio State, you know, you got to yeah. play Michigan yeah. and everybody like that. So yeah, Rutgers. And, and and guess what? Guess what? Wow, you said Rutgers. <laughs> uh, and here's the thing, E. Guess it don't get any better because guess who's coming in next? USC. Yeah. Who? USC is coming to the Big Ten. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. <laughs> they just got Lincoln Riley. Like, yo. <laughs> right. Chill right. Out. So. Wait. My, you know what? Hey, here's. Let, let me ask y'all something about Nebraska. Maybe I'm tripping. These niggas always have a quarterback. Their last name is Martinez or some shit. <laughs> I feel like it's been that way for like twelve years. <laughs> I feel like it's been has it not like I see a Martinez taking snaps and it's the same type of quarterback, lengthy quarterback. He can run a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like one of them type of guys, same haircut. And I'm just like, hold up. Hey, like, did he not graduate? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Is he? It kind of it kind of reminds me of um Jake Locker was at Washington. I'm like, damn, man, like this is how we end the podcast. So I, I just, I just, didn't, I just, I, I just didn't know that was, you know, speaking of Nebraska, I'm like, yo, fam, why all the Martinez's? Well, <laughs> before we end, I, I, I do want to say, like, I, I do feel for Notre Dame coach, but my, my biggest one was Appalachian State, just because when they won, one of the fans just went crazy and said, I don't, I don't understand how we lost to this team. Appalachian, it's not even a state. That's, that's yeah, awesome. I heard that. It's not even a state. <laughs> is it a city? What is that? What is Appalachian? Is, that, that's just as bad as Chicago State. And Murray's not a state. <laughs> Murray's not yeah. a state. Listen. Uh, what else? And this Governor's is the this is the future of our country. Governor is not a. Not yeah. a not Weber state. is also not a state. Shout out to Dame. <laughs> Wayne's not a state. Neither is Cleveland. Troy. Yeah, it's Cleveland's not a state. state of Troy. <laughs> Cleveland's not a state. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> we like <laughs> I can't even do the outro. We like to thank y'all for tuning in, listening to the show, catch the vibe with the fellows. It's good to be back on a recorded line. So for East Staples, for Desmond Jones, for Shep Russell. I'm M. Jones saying, as always, spread love because it's not just the Brooklyn way, it's the human way. And of course, peace and humptiness forever. Episode 62 is in the books. We'll catch y'all next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Let's get Be it. careful out there. We holla. Peace. <laughs>